Hello and welcome to PMU Unfiltered. If you're not sure what you're listening to, this is a permanent makeup pod and video cast. Yeah, that's right. We're out here tattooing people's faces. So if you're new to the industry, if you're a veteran to the industry, come with me on my journey through permanent makeup because we're keeping it real, we're keeping it raw, and most of all, we're keeping this PMU unfiltered. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. I'm your host, Marlo, and today's topic, we're gonna to be talking about the importance of practice. Hello, and welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. I'm your host, Marlo. If you've been following me along on my podcast, thank you so much. It means a lot to me. I'm slowly watching my analytics grow and that's kind of cool, you know? I'm just out here trying to help you guys. And if you don't know, I've also created a YouTube channel. It's under my business name, which is Marlo Cosmetic Tattoo, and there's gonna be a library of PMU Unfiltered within that. So yeah, you can check me out on YouTube and obviously, hello, let me know that someone out there has a pulse. Please subscribe. I want to know if I'm helping anyone here. Um, yeah, it's so much better when I know that there's some kind of like communication because right now I'm just talking to a camera and a microphone. All right, today I want to talk about the importance of practice and I have a feeling this is going to ruffle some feathers. Practice is extremely important when you're learning a craft. Now, I'm gonna try to back this up to me and how I learned how to practice. Practice is a learned skill. You have to practice practicing. I know, a little bizarre, but bear with me here. I had the very fortunate opportunity to dance my entire life and I still dance. Do I consider myself done learning? Of course not. You go to practice and you practice and you practice and are you ever going to be the best? I mean, simply the answer is no. You're never going to be the best. You can always elevate your game. You can always push yourself. You can always you know, see someone else and say, damn, that is insane. I want to do that too. So there's always a chance to elevate your game. And that comes with some self-critique. Now, I'm not saying knock yourself down all day, every day. That's just mentally exhausting. But if you're not critical of yourself and if you cannot reflect and critique your own work, how are you going to get better? it's impossible. You have to be real with yourself. So this is a bigger conversation. You need to be real with yourself. And there need there will come that time where that client comes to you and says, I don't like my brows. And all you see is beautiful work. Try to get into their head for a second to see what they see. And yes, sometimes the clients are insane. And they're expecting a whole new face that's like 30 years younger. And I'm sorry, eyebrows can do a lot, but they can't get rid of sun damage, wrinkles, a facelift. I, I feel you. I feel you. But I want to talk about these forums. And honestly, these forums have given me, hmm, honestly, it birthed 
PMU unfiltered. <laughs> I'm serious. Like looking at these forums and looking at some of the work people post and then the cheerleaders that hop in in the comments section make me want to blow my brains out. You cannot sit there and tell someone who is asking for your help that that is fine. It is good. That's not fair. We can't cheer each other on like that. Now, there is a way of being someone who is good at critiquing, using your words in a elevated, professional manner without knocking someone down and being harsh and criticizing someone. There is a correct way to give someone criticism and critique. And I, you know, I, I feel like those are two different words. Critique is done with finesse and criticism is done with harshness and not really too much love sometimes. So I, critique is the proper word. Um, no one masters anything overnight and you sure as hell don't master anything by someone patting you on the back every day. You have to take it. Sometimes you just have to hear the harsh reality of it's just not good. And we've all been there before in some way of our lives. I was able to experience this through dance. I'm very good at letting things roll off my back and taking them to elevate my game. Not everyone is used to that. I'm, again, a very fortunate person. I grew up with having that skill, that muscle flex of being able to handle that and grow from it. But some people come into microblading because maybe they got their eyebrows done or maybe they're a lash artist and they wanted to also have another service in their studio or they just saw the fast cash and said, ka-ching, ka-ching, I'm down for it. Now, all of those are fine. That's a, it doesn't matter how you get into microblading, but you cannot get into microblading and think that it's just gonna happen. Yes, there are some people that are genuinely talented and have amazing dexterity and excel in microblading maybe quicker than you, but it doesn't mean that it didn't come with practice. Practice is extremely important when it comes to this craft and also having the criticism within yourself and taking the critique from others. Now, Building a relationship with practice and critique is a battle in itself. So when you're posting on these forums, I really do recommend, uh, I just struggle with the forums, but if you're gonna post, I think you need to be ready for people that don't have the professionalism to give you the proper words and verbiage to elevate your game and you know, those are haters sometimes, or sometimes people just don't have it in them to express how they feel in an articulate way. And you have to be prepared for that. That's just the reality. But let's look inside ourselves for a moment. Let's take a look at our own work. When people, I see all too often people post things and say, "Can am I ready to work on a client? What do you think about this latex? 
what do you guys think about my first client? And yeah, you know what? There's always going to be a first client. There's always going to be a guinea pig. But let me tell you, no one gets into microblading and sustains this as a career or permanent makeup, however you want to like clump this. No one gets into this line of business for the money. The only thing that's going to keep you going is the passion. And that's just the truth with anything. There is, you know, I didn't do dance my entire life for the money. I did it because it fills my soul up. And I found something else, thank God, like permanent makeup that does that to me too. And it happens to be lucrative. It happens to pay my rent, you know, and that is in a very important feature of microblading, permanent makeup. Yes, it can be lucrative, but really, this is not learned overnight. You don't wake up with the skill. You have to dedicate the time and the effort and the passion and some long hours and hand cramps and shoulder cramps and massages to really get through and learn this craft. This You don't wake up and know how to play the guitar. You know, this is the same. This is a skilled something that you need to learn and dedicate yourself to. Now, we're, it's so hard to let go of that because right now we do live in a world of immediate satisfaction. And again, I understand some people are not as fortunate of me as me, excuse me, to experience practice and experience its labor. I mean, it is labor. You're not done. I know we're looking at these masters on Instagram and these beautiful work and we could, you are drooling over these eyebrows or this beautiful set of lips and you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to get that way. You know what? Everyone started somewhere. But when we look at these forums, sometimes I am scared. I am scared shitless. Ladies, gentlemen, all my PMU people. I think that's good. PMU people. People's faces are not for experimenting. Let that sink in for a second. People's faces are not for experimenting. And I have all these little sayings that I will say throughout my permanent makeup podcast and unfiltered and to people I've trained before. Faces are not for experimenting. If it doesn't look good on the latex, it's not gonna look good on a face. I think that's pretty, pretty straightforward, you know? If your latex looks like an eight-year-old picked up your microblade, then don't do it to someone's face. If you have a standard that you keep seeing on Instagram that you feel like is an appropriate standard to be in order to work on somebody, reach that goal, work for it, practice every day, set up a dedicated 15 minutes for your little corner that you just get one set of eyebrows in if that's all the time that you have. That's okay. I mean, it might take you longer in the long run, but if that's all you have, it's better than nothing. And that's super important. Now, Another thing that I really recommend when you start practicing, especially when you want to really see where you're at in your skill level, 
is to practice with borderless eyebrow latex. We've all gotten those latexes that have um, eyebrow shapes on them. Um, yeah, hate to break it to you, but you need to practice creating shapes as well as hair stroke patterns. This is dual, dual in this. Now, permanent makeup is stressful enough already to perform. There's a lot of moving parts that we need to work on. We have to make sure the client is comfortable, we're comfortable, the lighting is good. You know, we have all of our things out so we're not touching anything, you know, bloodborne pathogen and it, it there's a, it's very overwhelming. But you know what we have in our control? Our skill. We have our control in our skill and the craft. So if we can knock that off of our mental stress list while performing permanent makeup, we can really produce amazing results and an amazing experience for our clients, which then is the good word, <laughs> right? This is business. Okay. Um, so if it doesn't look good on the latex, don't do it to someone's face. And that is just point blank period. If your latex is too deep and you're cutting through it, you're not producing the correct depth to work on people. If your pattern is fucked up or there's no pattern and the two eyebrows on the latex that you created those two shapes are different, you will also do that to someone's face. This is the reality. I say to all my clients, you like this shape? This shape looks good on you? You like this mapping? Because I like to say with microblading, there are no surprises. But, you know, I know my work is going to be good. I know it's going to be great. I just want to make sure that they like the shape. But in your case, especially if you're new, you need to make sure that your latex is tight. There, there's, when there's no error on the latex, there will be no error on the person. That stress will be compartmentalized for you to perform that part effortlessly. Nothing. And then you can worry about the other things that are going on, like... You know, maybe someone's bleeding a little too much or calming the client down. And there's so much, there's so many stressors in permanent makeup. So if you can take what you have in control, which is your craft, and master it enough, I understand we are all new at some point in time. But don't go experimenting on people's faces. If what you see on the latex isn't what you would want done to you, I think that's a pretty fair way of looking at that. If it doesn't look good on the latex and you wouldn't want that done to you, then don't do it to someone else. And that's just the cut and dry of it. So when I look at these forums, you know, just to bring this around full circle, you know, I'm trying to motivate you guys. I'm trying to get you to level up, be your own competition. Every single set of brows that you practice level up. When you start working on people, of course you're gonna grow. Of course you're not gonna be perfect. Of course there's gonna be mistakes, but make sure that those mistakes are only what you see and not what the client sees. And mistakes like that are major asymmetry. You need to be able to map. At the very bottom, your map needs to be tight. 
The hair stroke patterns, they'll come, but the map needs to be tight. And there's no other way to do that by creating brow shapes, even with a pen and paper. Like, you know, just like fuck around and sit at your desk while you're watching TV and like some Netflix at night. Or, you know, just get the tools out, do it on the latex, but really try not to use the border pre-made eyebrows on the latex. It's, it's not helpful in the long run. I like to use them now that I'm just down the road and I like get a quick practice in, but there's no such thing as a quick practice in. You need to start from the bottom up. You need to learn to walk before you run. And it's a lot of diligence and you have to be hard on yourself. If you looked at that client and you're about to post it to the forum and be like, these are my first set of brows. Like, what do you think my client thinks? My client hates them. I'm sorry, I'm probably looking at those and I'm just like, no. Cause I know that that latex didn't look good. I already know this. Um, I'm, you know, again, this is PMU unfiltered. I'm, I'm friends, we're friends, this is good, but I'm keeping, I keep it very real here. Maybe it's like the New Yorker in me, I don't know. But when I look at these forums, yes, it is a place to learn. Yes, it is a place to grow, but we really need to be better about giving people the proper critique to elevate their game and stop being cheerleaders for those that really need to hear the reality. And honestly, I know everyone's like, mm, I want to be positive. Blah, blah, blah. Some people are like, oh my God, how could you have done that to someone's face? And you know what? I can't even fault those guys sometimes when I look at those because I see the fucked up work in my studio. I see the really sad people a year and a half later saving up the money to get the eyebrows removed. Removal is no fun. No one wants to do that. And the worst, the I mean, the worst thing that could happen to you is removing your own work, which really fucking blows. So please, my small takeaway from this is people's faces are not for experimenting. If it doesn't look good on the latex, it's not going to look good on the client. And if you wouldn't want that done to you, don't do it to someone else. Thank you for listening to PMU Unfiltered. Don't forget to like, share, sub, show some love, and I'll see you guys around on my next podcast. Bye.